0: can you hear me now yeah man how are you <laughs> i'm all right can you hear uh, me? yep i can hear you now fantastic
1: <sighs> all right man well so life unraveled episode resident political scientist chris house in the house
0: is this life more unraveled?
1: Dude, right.
0: <laughs> right. Talk,
1: talk about life literally getting unraveled right now. Uh, yeah, well, how's, uh, how's everything going for you, man? How are you enjoying the uh, quarantine?
0: It's going well. It's weird, strange. Um, trying to get used to the new normal is a, is the way I kind of look at it um you know like i went to the uh small march today um and you know i'm wearing a mask in the store you know they're counting the number of people in they're counting the number of people out stuff like that
1: dude i wish i could get a mask to wear to the
0: store i'm out right now we have some for a, a local friend who sewed some
1: yeah that's what i need to do i need to hit up like a reusable we had some um ones that you you know you just throw them away after or whatever but yeah, they are all used up. But so, it's, uh, well, what do you what do you make all, of all of this, anyway, man? Uh, I mean, what do you uh, what's your assessment of what What do you think things are going to be like for us moving forward on the you know on the political level?
0: Uh, I this twenty twenty is, tw- is going to be a weird year. Um, there's no other way to really put it. Um, it's what it's going to look like afterward, which is going to be, uh, I don't really have a prediction or a guess yet, but that's going to be a huge part of the story. Um, you're going to see just different discussion. How many bailouts will we need, for instance? Um, you know? Yeah,
1: like education. uh, yeah. housing market maybe. Like, what all? Uh, what all do you see being uh, most impacted? A lot of people are talking about the restaurant industry.
0: Oh, I I think it's all. Um, yeah, red, restaurant industry. I could certainly see. Um, airline industry's already got some. Um, I'm trying to think. Hotel industry. You know, basically, they're most. Of the, I was reading in the Courier. Russellville hotels have actually been okay. Because most of them were stuck with outage people. They already had people there who were couldn't go anywhere, so they had pretty full rooms. But once outage is over and those people scatter again, you know, they're going to be starting closing those locations down. I
1: know. Yeah. They were like, oh, we're fine. We're not worried about it. We got outage.
0: But that will be coming to an end, uh, end soon. Uh, yeah, apparently. Um, I haven't run into Micah to ask how it's going and get an eye roll roller. Yeah, apparently
1: it's good. I saw Dwayne the other day at the store from the gym mm-hmm. and uh, he said that like it's coming up on the end. Like it's just right around the corner.
0: Yeah. But it's, um, you know, getting used to the new normal, having to help, you know, I'm teaching five political science classes. I'm teaching sixth grade. I'm doing a little bit That's of third, third grade here and there. Just see um, how it feels. It's, it's Honestly, though, it's not bad. My, my, I'm lucky enough that my kids have been pretty bright. They can figure it out. It's something weird that comes along. Um, you know, we've been doing it now for three solid weeks. This is week four. I think we had our first real hard question that I had to Google or think about late last week.
1: What subject was it in? Band. Oh, uh,
0: you yes. know,
1: you just hit Nile up, man.
0: Oh, I know. I've, uh, I'm friends with uh, Sean Reed. He's a trombone professor at Tech. Um, but I, it was one of those things, like, I can remember this myself. Uh, basically, it's reading sheet music yeah. was what they were getting into. Were, and you there in, was,
1: were you in band?
0: I was, but that was the joke between my wife and I. It's like, I had this literally 25 or 30 years ago. And you know, it's bouncing around like they show the you know, they're starting to get the sharps and flats and reading sheet music. And it was like, okay, wait a minute. Um, I remembered half of it. So here's the flat. That means those notes. But I, you know, it took me about an hour or so for it to kick that. Oh yeah. Um, a sharps are B flats.
1: Yeah. 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 That is uh, one of the first things I remember learning on the guitar.
0: Well, guitar doesn't really count because you're playing a single note. You can bend anything to the right key.
1: Wow, Jimmy yeah. Herring, man, that dude
0: bends it. Um, but no, you know everything's going fairly well. It's just getting into good, you know, getting into routines, um, getting work done, teaching my classes online and stuff like that. Um, for Arkansas Tech, it's been uh, been some work, but it's coming together and it's going fairly well.
1: Yeah, I'm finally getting, getting in a good groove. It's, it's hard to do it for all the classes all at once on this shorter notice. If I was just like doing even just two classes, but I teach three different sections mm-hmm. uh, and it's making it more difficult for sure.
0: Oh, it's one of the big things that I've struggled with is the volume of emails. Um, yes. When, yes. You teach, when you teach face-to-face, you know, you might get one student email. You can announce it in class, you know, help everybody out. Uh, but when everybody goes online, like we had a day, there was one Friday morning. It was the Friday right after spring break. I think I got 40, 45, 50 emails. Yeah. And, like, and it was just like, I shut down and said like, all right, I'm done for today. I'll sort this out over the weekend.
1: Man, I got, um, I got over 30 one day uh, yeah. is, is kind of the volume I was dealing with, but it was not fun.
0: Oh, no. The, and it's, I can't, you know, it's just certain systems and certain things need to be done. Um, But what happens like we have to report uh, student athlete grades and the academic those uh, the athletics office generates an individual email for each student athlete. Um, I think I've got more than usual. So I just got a dozen requests for them all, you know, first thing Friday morning. Um, And then you get like, you know, your online teaching and learning emails and this meetings notes and stuff like that. It, It was a lot you know, a lot at once. Um, but you know, again, I sort of wake up and most of my work is in the mornings, um, my get theory. up, get through the emails, get anything posted. Cause I know it seems like my traffic, my internet connection, I know is better during the mornings. Um, there's fewer people online. There's f- less blackboard traffic. Um, uh, my kids don't get up till about eight thirty or so. So I don't got to fight with cell phones or other Wi-Fi uh, things like that. So, um, that's when I can just get a lot done. If I have a really good day, I can still get work done until two or three. If I'm having a slower day, once I get to noon or one, I got to take a break for a while, but, um, I come back in, like, I'll do some grading in the evenings, drop in an hour here. And, um, I've always worked kind of like that a little here, a little there. Um, doing stuff over the weekends is commonplace for me too.
1: Yeah, I know, man. Like, I just work every day. I still get up at the same time. That's one thing I've been able to hold on to. (laughs) I mean, there's been a few days I slept in until, like, 5.30 or 6. But uh, for the most part, I'm still getting up at 4. I got up at 4 yesterday and went and exercised with uh, a guy that I work with. And uh, I've just been trying to get as much exercise and productivity in as I can, man. It's really – for me, it's not been bad. It's been, uh, almost an enjoyable experience.
0: Yeah. Well, I think education's got it easier than some other industries. Um, for now, much, yeah, for now, much of our, much of the younger professors have taught something online. They're familiar with the tools. Um, so making the change wasn't, you know, a complete and total shock. Um, you know, I've, don't know for sure but when we talked about this me and my professor friends you know there's some departments who i think they would just be absolutely like struggling and try to figure out how to pull this off you know especially like sciences or mathematics you know try imagine trying to teach calculus like remotely
1: oh or, or this um science labs
0: oh yeah take something outside drop it physics lab 101.
1: Yeah. Or a drone class. That was another one that, um, Oh, I can see s- somebody that. from the gym was in. Uh, but yeah, the, the, yeah. the distance classes do not work as a universal model. There's some things you can offer as mm-hmm. a distance class.
0: Well, I think some of them, um, Edward from the gym, he is an engineering major and he's talked about some of his like math and science. They do have, um, homework and stuff they do for Blackboard, but it, you know, he is a junior, I think. Um, there's a pretty steep learning curve. And I've always had the impression, there's a couple of professors whose job it is to specialize in that sort of thing. Um, they help, whereas you might have, you know, 10 mathematics professors, you've got three who take the time, learn the curve, they'll do the online stuff. and You got seven who are face to face. You suddenly have no choice, but everybody's got to be an online professor. And, learn the programs and stuff oh, like yeah. that.
1: Even the ones that are retiring this year. Oh yeah. That's wild, isn't it? Whew. To think about some professor that's like, it's their last year. They're on their way out. And this is, this is the conver- conversion they have to make on, on their exit.
0: Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. It's strange talking politics. I think in the last week I've started getting out of, um you know the rona politics alone um you know you finally got a democratic nominee tomorrow's a big day for casinos in arkansas apparently what um, uh
1: yeah let's talk about each one of those topics
0: <laughs> um did i see something
1: about biden um champion for student loan forgiveness all oh yeah of a
0: sudden?
1: and bernie but- bernie has endorsed biden as many people speculated he would Oh yes um party line quite literally yep. how old how old is joe biden someone was uh speculating earlier and i haven't had a chance to look it up is
0: he 77 years old he's in that ballpark 77 or 78 yeah oh, oh yeah do, this, do
1: you think he has any sort of dementia joe rogan is convinced
0: i don't know if i would go that far but it's you know we know a lot of you know, frankly a lot of 70 year olds um and some are really sharp and but some, you're, part of this is you're speculating. What's this person going to be like in four more years? Because um, yeah, whoever wins in November, you know, they're both in their late seventies, and they're both will be in their early eighties when their term ends in 2024. And um, what
1: Trump is seventy two, seventy three.
0: I think he's a little. I think he's like. I think he was seventy two or seventy three when he was elected. I think he's just a hint younger than biden look up.
1: yeah i knew he was younger let's see how
0: old is donald trump yeah but this is this is we're having this who's younger joe biden or donald trump he yeah
1: he's 73 he's 73 okay uh bernie 78 biden 77 bloomberg was 78 uh let's see melania is 49 okay elizabeth warren was 70 mm-hmm. um don jr is 42 anyway
0: yeah um but yeah this is a weird um politics are going to change the economy is going to change uh how it's going to change is going to be really fascinating to watch um and be part of in the aftermath um you know like one of the things they're debating is how do we reopen the economies now
1: yeah how do you think um how do you think trump is doing dealing
0: with that? I don't – my impression is Trump doesn't really matter. Your governor matters. You're going to learn a lot more and take your cues from, say, Governor Hutchinson than the the national um, scale from – especially from Arkansas's point of view.
1: Well, you know, up in Europe from where – well, maybe not as close to your neck of the woods, but I I saw where Pennsylvania and New Jersey – we're talking about uh, reopening uh, a unified regional plan to reopen their economies. Uh, I feel like uh, Hutchinson's pretty lax um, on how he's handling everything, honestly. Do you think that that means that we'll be one of the first, though? Because I haven't heard him start to talk about that.
0: Um, I don't really know. And I think he's – I got to say he hasn't had the formal power, but he's played it very smart. He had, I think he's done more behind the scenes because I think one of the things that I was very worried about when all this started going down, and I was even talking to Brad and Justin about this in one of the last daytime classes. As this was starting to spread, you, I was worried about churches. Um, it, people in these kind of environments and these kind of crises will flock together. They want those reassurances, but when you look at places like Florida and Louisiana in particular, beaches, yeah. but they're mega churches. They're packing in 2000 people. Um, it's not you know, a I think, idea. no, it's a very bad idea. Um, but it's, the governor has done a lot to keep, you know, we just got through Easter Sunday, the churches stay closed. Everybody's still doing, uh, worshiping from a distance. I think it's going to. Um, I'm taking more of an account from him. And honestly, you got to watch. It's, it's the trouble is like, I think the original idea is smart. It's not you alone, it's everybody around you. Um, you know, I've been like for Texas. You know, Texas is slow behind the curve. There's so many people. If people from Texas start spreading infections coming into Arkansas because it's open, that could bring the disease back. Um, was it Shreveport, Louisiana's had it really bad, which isn't too far from, um, you know, Texarkana, stuff like that. It's uh, those individual states could make problems for everybody else. Florida is a good example of that, too. Um, you know, Everything open, having an election, the whole nine yards um, has, has certainly made things a lot more challenging. So I'm much more paying attention to what Governor Hutchinson says in the federal response. You know, certain states, you know, your Texas, Florida, New York, um, California, matter, you know, there are such powerful drivers of the economy. They matter from a washington dc perspective but arkansas's done a lot right as far as this crisis goes
1: do you think that this time is posing a sort of a serious threat to like our process i mean like all the voting that is is and should be and it still is going on but people uh congregating together at the polls seems to be a serious concern for a lot of a lot of folks what what are your thoughts on that
0: yeah i think it's um that's the only good thing about uh biden got enough of a lead sanders saw the light dropped out so at least the primary voting you know you're gonna start getting like wisconsin voted in the middle of this craziness mm-hmm. um and it was ridiculous to see you know people showing up in masks and um, there was the one, uh, the leader of the Wisconsin GOP party. He's telling everybody it's safe to vote, and he's standing there in a hospital mask, gown, gloves. You know, not exactly the um, vote of confidence you want to it's see. out of be someone. Fine. <laughs> Yes, I always think um, if you if uh, have you ever seen Animal House.
1: It's been a long time. That's when I need to go back, uh, take another pass at. I haven't seen that since probably like when I was getting out of high school.
0: I think Ke- Kevin Bacon's got this little flash bit in it. It's near the end. They're having this the chaos in the riot at the parade. And Kevin Bacon's on the street trying to calm everybody. He's like, everything's fine. Everything's well. And then he gets run over by the marching band. Um, but that's the kind, that's all I can think of when I see that sort of thing, you know. Um, You're able, I think what's going to happen is states should be ready for, people can apply to vote absentee. They always have been able to. Um, If you were a student at, say, out in Jonesboro, you could apply to vote, um, you know, up in Clarksville where you grew up. That was always an option. I think a lot of people, like if I'm in Russellville, I might apply to vote absentee in Russellville. Um, I think you're going to especially see that in larger metropolitan areas, New York City, Los Angeles, places like that. I think you'll see an overwhelming amount of absentee ballots set in just because, you know, this is going, the uh, coronavirus question is going to be around for basically all of 2020. You know, when you start talking about, what is it, reinfection curves and stuff like that. Um, this is not gonna, yeah, it should probably be looking a little bit better when we get into May, but it's still going to be a lingering question or thought for the rest of the year
1: yeah i I wonder, you know when they are going to start allowing some of the businesses that uh like ours ourself for example, to begin reopening because the initial projection was April 17th, but they came back and announced that that would not be the case. Uh, So we are uh, just in limbo, man.
0: Oh yeah, I think that's, and here's what's gonna be weird about it from my, this is my speculation or my thoughts, I could be wrong. Um, What's gonna be weird is that when they start reopening things, it's gonna be gradual. So think about your, your business. Right now, you're not allowed to have a gathering of more than 10 people. What if the first week back, they say you're only allowed to have gatherings of 20 people? Okay, so you could probably either have noon kickboxing or noon jujitsu. You could have noon yoga. Maybe one of your evening classes.
1: Most of my personal evening adult classes could go. It would be yeah. easy for us to limit fitness kickboxing, but the kids' classes—forget yeah, five to sevens and eight to twelves and even teens—would be very difficult to yep. mitigate because uh, we don't want to turn people away. But we could come up with a short-term solution for that. You oh know yeah, what I'm saying like, hey, we're gonna do a Zoom group uh, for, offer. You know, because like we could do—I've thought about this. Like, if something like that happens, we could do a Zoom class alongside um a, a real live class like yeah. imagine if we if, if that's like we're talking about changes for like higher education imagine if that's one of the changes for martial arts gyms is that they begin offering more because i mean you know um brent and seth that's how they got hooked up with brandon McCatherine. Mm. Uh, uh, was uh, doing, they were in Germany and they were doing distance uh, classes that he would just like, like, hmm. like a software, like zoom them into a class. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm wondering yeah. if like if that's going to be something, if like are people going to expect us to do this after the fact?
0: Well, you've always had an internet presence, but I think, what it, here's what's weird, like, you know, you and Cora have always been consistent. You adjust and change your schedule basically three times a year. Fall semester, spring semester, and summer. You, with gradual reopening, you might have to adjust your schedule every week or two. You know, Mm -hmm. suddenly allowing more and more, you know, you may be fully reopened, um, do what you want, say June 1st. But you're going to have, you may have four different schedules in May that work. Some Zoom, you know, with the gradual reopening, that's where it's going to be. I think business owners are going to really have to work and think, um, you know, think hard and responsibly about how to reopen. What's a smart way? and That sort of thing.
1: I, I, yeah, and like you know, we were one week away from starting the new schedule, so that's something yep. we're gonna have to, um, you know, roll with. It's like because we were on our older schedule, which accommodated for you know less space and less time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this new schedule, new building that we're wanting to start. Uh, we'll, we'll have to taper into that somehow for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be tricky no matter what the situation is, you know, and it's just, um, part of this, um, that's been difficult is that other stuff has been sort of pushed to the side. Um, Danielle cracked a tooth.
1: Oh, I've been thinking, yeah. A friend of mine has a serious dental problem right now and they did get in to see somebody.
0: So did she, she went in, they looked at it fast. She went back and got a root canal. Um, She's doing so much better now, but it was still, um, you know, something she could have gotten taken care of. It could have been easier, but. um, I yeah, you know, I I sort of laugh, you know, me and the kids, we're not doing a whole lot. We're kind of laying low because you don't want to get hurt. You don't want to wind up in an ER for something normal if you can possibly avoid it. Uh, just because there's so much else going on out there, you know. Um, But, yeah, there's going to be – yeah, higher education is going to need a bail – you know, funding and bailouts. Um, I'm trying to think of more specific industries. Um, I think some will bounce back pretty quickly. Um, You know, I know some stylists, some photographers who I think um, once everything clears – even a small clearance of all this lockdown stuff that, you know, people are going to need haircuts. People are going to need, um, you know, family photos, stuff like that. They sh- they may bounce back pretty quick. Oh, but I, it's... Got,
1: I got headshots made yesterday. What are you talking about?
0: I saw those, you know, I also recognize the building in the background.
1: I know Danielle was texting, uh, giving me shit while I was uh, out there. She's like, <laughs> who's in my hood.
0: Yeah. But uh, that's the weird thing about this you notice there's some like weird subtle things that you're just not used to seeing. And it's kind of weird when you see it, like, um, going downtown and noticing like all there's so many parking spaces.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah. Like that's one thing. As soon as I walked up to, um, China yesterday to start taking pictures, she's like, it's a ghost town around here.
0: Yeah. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the places are, um, they're doing delivery or, I had to buy page. I went to Cooper Music across from Kroger. I had to buy page clarinet reads. And we basically bought and sold them on the steps. Um, so it's like, you know, one car in and out, things like that. It's, oh, the yeah.
1: pharmacies. Have you seen? Oh, and I don't know if all of them, but like C&D downtown. Mm-hmm. They're like, do not come in here. We will bring everything out. We do this this way now.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Health, food places. Uh, we go out at least we try and order out like for lunches, me and the girls once a week, just for some variety. Um, uh, but yeah, it's all curbside service now, stuff like that. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just kind of strange to, um, to have to deal with that, those kind of changes, you know, try to figure out what day of the week it is. That's
1: another popular Oh yeah, dude. Today I was like I took looked at Corey and I said it's Wednesday. It's (laughs) Tuesday. I did it just all runs together. I've been trying to I've been trying to do a few things. Like I've been trying to have structured I mean every day, regardless of this weekend. Structured stuff to do for my classes, structured stuff to do for the gym, structured stuff to do for exercise, and structured stuff to do for the podcast.
0: Yeah, I think Easter helped. Because you had this is a Sunday thing, um, but uh, yeah, I've got I got some thrown in there. Like I know um, we still play we play online now, but my D and D group gets together every Friday night now, so I know oh, when nice. the end, I know when the end of the week is.
1: Are you zooming or what? Uh,
0: there is a service called Discord that was set up. Um, a lot of people use it um it could do there's an app you can load into it it does all your dice rolls you can load characters stuff like that oh, cool. a, lo- a lot of people already played online but it basically what happened is you got this surge of you know now everybody's playing online um but that's that helps um that's honestly that game sessions a lot of my social interaction every week where it's like wait there's other people i have heard another voice besides danielle and my kids
1: It is nice, man. When I'm around people, I'm like thanking them for being around them. I'm like, thank you. It's so great. (laughs) Like when I see somebody, I'm like, it's great to see you. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) We had a hangout session on Friday night in my driveway. We maintained social distance, but um, Emily from Dog Year Books came over. I mean, we were literally, it's 11 o'clock at night. We're sitting in the driveway We've got our social distance. We're hanging out, we're having a beer, but it's like, Oh my God, another voice, another human being. Um, so yeah, that's, that's something I know I've, I sorely miss. Um, I mean, we, we have group chats and stuff like that. And I texted people here and there, but it's, it's still not the same.
1: Yeah. I know, you know? man, it is, uh, It is wild, uh, all the changes. Uh, And and two, to just like the uncertainty on when any of it it, is going to subside.
0: Yeah, I think that is the hardest part for some people. Um, I can think of somebody who might be really well suited to talk about that if you want Dean, uh, Dean Plank from it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've chatted with him a little bit about it.
0: The reason is, at least when I was in, um, one of the hardest courses to pass was special forces training in the army, and part of it was they would do physical challenges where they wouldn't tell you exactly when it was over. Like, imagine you're going to go on a, you're going to go on a march. You're going to carry this litter. Um, you will, it will be at least eight miles, and that's all you know. It might be nine. It might be ten. It might be fifteen miles. But that's what they were kind of looking for. They wanted people who would just go until the job was done right, not when, because oh, a lot of people, you know, myself included, you could train for a certain goal, a certain deadline. You know, if I say I got to be able to run two miles or run five miles or you know, run a 10K, it's pretty easy to train somebody to do that. But when you say you're just going to run until you're, you get to a goal, that's a lot harder. And that's what a lot of this is. You know, we need to get to a goal where we, the numbers are going down. The testing is good. Um, no new infections or breakouts or um, house parties. Uh, you know, that's another popular one in Russellville that people lost their damn minds over. Um, oh, but man.
1: Did that make any sort of national news?
0: I don't think so because the more – The more I've, you know, when I read that, I was talking to my mother in Pennsylvania about it. Every place has that kind of story. Somebody somewhere has decided to defy, ignore um, the the social distancing rules. Uh, My mother is in Reading, Pennsylvania. There were... um, they were playing like rec basketball, outdoor rec basketball leagues up until maybe two weeks ago. Um, now, those weren't huge numbers and it was outside, but it's still you're bringing together 20, 25, 30 people. Um, that's not, you know, not a smart idea. Uh, but, you know, you've, you're, you're hearing more and more of this, you know, Florida holding all of spring break. Effectively, oh, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, did you hear about the church in uh, Heber here in Arkansas, Cleburne County?
0: Is that the one up near uh, Jonesboro? I believe so. Yeah, uh, I think so. all
1: The whole congregation is it's like twenty-eight members. That's uh, getting in nursing homes. So, uh, that's another
0: yeah concern. Well, I think I, Arkansas actually had a good weekend, except um, they it's uh, it hit two prisons, two jail systems.
1: Uh, you I con- know, I heard Tiger, uh, uh, Joe Exotic,
0: <laughs> I had to get God. quarantined
1: because of this poor guy.
0: Oh yes, have you watched Tiger King?
1: Yes, uh, I didn't watch <laughs> all the episodes. I chimed in on the middle. Like I woke up, Accord watched a few episodes, like one night when I was falling asleep, and then also like I, I saw one, and then I took a nap. and She watched some more. She Ben's watched it, man. But I saw several of them.
0: Yeah, we we watched the whole the whole insane, um, the whole insane story, whatever you want to call it. You know, I I, I joked, Tiger King is like long form Jerry Springer. Oh yeah, I, that's what that's that metaphor I've used. Like
1: before, Jerry Springer got super duper scripted. Is that show still on TV? Oh
0: no, I think he's been off for a while. But like, yeah, the early Jerry Springer was you could have cast everybody from uh tiger king in some point in some way whether it's going to be you know joe exotic or his husbands or the weird dude from south carolina and his multiple wives or
1: Dude, i'm gonna text you got your phone handy yeah i'm gonna text you so i texted colby this earlier and he's still losing it about how funny he thinks it is Let's see what you think about it, but it's a it's a tiger king meme. But uh, Colby and I rolled last night, right? <laughs> so um, and Cora, I rolled around with Cora, and but uh, I I texted this this morning. I said, "This is us last night." Did you get it?
0: I don't forget it yet.
1: Yeah, it's uh, I'm sure it'll come to you in a <laughs> second. It it okay? It's still sending out okay but super funny man like that guy is such a personality you see him asking trump about him at the uh um press conference for coronavirus the other day
0: oh yeah it's yeah it's such a you know it is it's a train wreck you're like trying to cover your eyes but you're you
1: you can can't look away and then yesterday somebody was like why did you retweet that you that something that said dr fauci should be fired and he's like it was just someone's opinion i don't think that we're friends i like him (laughs) (laughs) like i he he just like saying all of this random trump shit i was just like
0: yeah man that's part of why i don't watch a lot of news right now i read headlines and that's it oh god
1: did you get it yeah, I did. Uh, Is it that funny, man? <laughs> yeah. Me and the boys, our first day back on the mats. Look at the dude down by by his knee.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, it makes it, it puts Nogi in a whole new light. Um, but yeah, that's the uh you know, I realize everybody's operating at less than ideal sanity right now. You know. Whether you know it or not, whether you recognize it or not, not everybody nobody's a hundred percent. And I read and just sort of from my perspective, I've like I know I have limited resources of sanity to deal with. And watching a national news conference does, does doesn't help me. I don't learn anything from it. I can read it so much faster and more efficiently. So I don't watch the telecasts just Dude,
1: I, I just hit McMillan up and ask him what's happening.
0: Yeah. I haven't knows. texted him for a while, but uh Danielle's talked to him a few times um, she's been um while I've been home she's been busting her uh busting her ass around town keeping on yeah, seen that that's yeah, great keeping the first responders fed so she she crosses paths with Mcmillan every once in a while
1: yeah you know he um was exposed to somebody um that had it. Mhm. The tested positive like so I, I assume he's in quarantine he said he couldn't
0: yeah it's you know, hang out oh yeah they were that's why a lot of the fire um some of the fire companies from emts like a you know tory um yeah yeah they yeah. get well, called them,
1: the new guys micah and cody from the gym same for them
0: yeah so it's been uh you know they don't get to lay low let's put it that way so but uh yeah, I keep the home fires burning. I do a lot of cooking. You know, how do you pass your time? Man,
1: it's well, it's been it's been going well, honestly. Like I go to the gym every day and do something. Um I've trained with Roland a few times. I'm training with him tonight. We just wear a mask. Um mm-hmm. I've been doing tons of podcasts. I got a bunch of awesome episodes scheduled. Here's uh hold on, I'll tell you some I've got scheduled that are confirmed.
0: Uh, did you get jack taufer in
1: yeah i've jack and i already podcasted so okay, me cool. jack and drink i'm uh, sorry uh, mike jack and Dring, and myself have all uh done a podcast uh cool then <clears throat> ours i'm doing matt blank and then uh a technical director of a high school program like he he does like all of their everything you could imagine for any of the productions that get put on the plays okay. and stuff. It's cool. going to be, he, this dude is a, is a genius and he's a musician. He's, he's going to be on tomorrow. Um, but man, the skill it takes to be a technical director, you have to do lights, sound, mm-hmm. cues. I mean, it just so much goes into it. Sets, props, design. So that's what that is going to talk about. Chris Thompson's going to be on. Cool. <clears throat> I got Josh Irwin. He's one of Nate's students. He's the guy you may have seen him. He does like a, a fan based uh, like Star Trek show. Hmm. Have you seen this guy, Josh Irwin?
0: I don't think so.
1: He's he he's wild, dude. I mean, he does film for a living. So um, oh, nice. He's coming on. Carlino's coming on. Woods is coming on. Um, yeah. Oh man. Fern. So I, I've got a bunch scheduled and I've reached out to a bunch of people that I'm trying to get scheduled for next week. So um,
0: yeah.
1: I've got a bunch of stuff going to start trickling out.
0: Cool. But yeah, we, uh, once we get home, we just relax. Um, lots of games, lots of puzzles,
1: you know, has been doing a puzzle and a um, coloring book. we uh,
0: I don't know if Danielle's broken out the coloring book yet. But the girls are artistic. They're, they color as well. Um, but uh, we found Barnes and Noble still had some good puzzles, reasonable-sized piece count puzzles. You know,
1: Corey's doing our third widespread panic puzzle.
0: Yeah, are those a thousand pieces each? Yeah. So yeah, that's what we talk about. Like I went on, you could find Barnes and Noble had a good number of puzzles, but there was like, oh, here's two thousand pieces. Like no, thanks for no thanks. That would drive me nuts.
1: Well, that guy I just mentioned the technical director Dan Stahl put together a ten thousand piece puzzle, dude. <laughs> I'm just like, who does that? Oh my gosh. Yeah, but
0: um, yeah, probably spend much more time on YouTube than usual. Um, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, there's I, dude, There's so many things that I would want to be doing. Like I've been hiking a lot. I've been going out and taking walks, walking my dogs. Um, I've got a couple of floats planned, uh, just things that I wouldn't normally do. Um, because I'm always working dude at the gym and yeah. at the university.
0: I think that's one thing I've noticed. There's a, not a whole lot of spontaneity. You know, I start to schedule out, plan out what do I got to do? Like when I went to the grocery store, I knew I was going today. I got home. I dropped the bags. The girls put it away. I hit the shower fast. But it's like, if I want to do something, I got to start planning, like, today for three days from now. Um, you know, just little quick stuff like that just isn't really an option with everything going on and stuff. Um, and making, like you said, like, long-term plans, you know. I know what I'm doing in April. I'm sitting in, you know, <laughs> this home office in this house for a few more weeks. And hopefully, by, as May rolls in, we'll be able to get out more. But this is sort of the strange new normal
1: yeah, man, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting and I'm just going to keep refining uh, like with what I'm doing for my online classes and the podcast, because I'm going to be new- moving into the new studio here um, in a few days.
0: Yeah, I was, wasn't sure if you would be, I know your internet is probably better at the gym than it is at your house. You know, you're not that far in the sticks but you're just far enough
1: it is and i'm going to see if i can upgrade it a little bit i really don't have a problem here at the house so to speak i could uh, do better if i would plug into a cable Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm going to do at the new spot i'm going to get my own um, router and modem in the studio yeah just to bolster up my connection and stuff
0: that'll do it everything i have that's part of it i haven't zoomed in with like classes and stuff because i'm in my i have a desktop it's in my home office and i have about six square feet of floor space combined and like my kid's computer is behind me um is it that like is that, that
1: little nook like before your kitchen
0: yes yeah, yeah. right there on the corner and I'm, that's been my project i'm slowly cleaning up stuff
1: core and i have been getting a lot done on just little projects too we nice. just we just
0: um, we've been here almost 11 years now, and this is the longest we've ever had one house in one place, and we just have just too much crap.
1: Man, I was right um, over uh, in your neck of the woods the other morning when I went to work out with that guy. I forgot oh, to yeah? it. Um, uh, Norristown. Hmm. I turned on Turrentine. Okay. I turned on, I turned on Norristown. It's like yeah. boom, boom. You were maybe a quarter uh, mile. Yeah, that's Nate's mom lives like right over in that. It's just like, yeah, okay. it's like
0: right past you, but – but I was in, uh,
1: in the neighborhood.
0: Yeah. So I've spent, you know, a couple of weeks my front closet is cleaned out for the first time in a decade probably. I'm slowly working through the office, but it's that's it's just those little things. Part of it is, you know, you fill, you know, our 55 gallon trash cans or whatever they are, you know, you fill it up. It's like, okay, we're done for the week. And so, but just little stuff like that to keep things going and keep yourself sane you know, and then throwing, you know, helping the kids with schoolwork and stuff like that for the first couple of weeks. Although that is uh, highly slowed down now.
1: Uh, uh, You know, we're getting close, like three more weeks and the uh, semester will be to an end.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's part of what I was spending a lot of this weekend was sort of uh, game planning out what's the end of the semester going to look like. Like one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to start for my American government classes. Their final exams are going to go online starting next Monday already.
1: I'm putting my people's online uh, to where it's like it closes the day that it was normally due. That's what I did, but I'm opening up like 10 days early.
0: Yeah. I was um, pleasantly surprised. So I had a test done that was due yesterday by midnight. And I sent out my reminders saying, hey, finish it up. And I didn't, I had like between eight and 13 students depending. I do my test in pieces because I don't trust um, Blackboard to always work. Um, But I was like, I got eight or between eight and 13 students who hadn't completed assignments. Um, But when I went in this morning, everybody completed everything. So there's kind of a, it was really bizarre and refreshing that Students procrastinated and they got their work done just like normal students would. Cause you know, you're sort of worrying like, Oh wow, these students completely vanished. Didn't do anything. What happened to them? Um, no, they were just normal. They waited for the last minute. So there's something refreshing about that kind of normalcy. For real. Um, but it's part of it. Uh, I think if I can put their assignments up and say, here's what you got to do, finish up the class at your, whatever your pace is. Cause we don't know where people are or where, what are they dealing with? You know, when you say, Hey, you've got four weeks to complete all these assignments. Great. Awesome.
1: Are you teaching, are you teaching any summer classes?
0: I'm teaching probably one. i just, right before I logged in, I was looking at that. Um, I was, I was planning to teach two classes, um, American government online. And I was going to teach, um, a philosophy of warfare class
1: Ooh, we, that sounds cool dude
0: yeah we experiment a lot in summer classes we have a pretty consistent amount of students who show up to take american government every summer um, and uh dr mike rogers he will teach um american state and local government for like teachers education majors those classes will have enough students like clockwork. Finding other offerings that make is usually kind of tricky. Um, so, but I was doing an independent study for a student this semester. In it, uh, we started. He uh, trying to think. We read um, Clauswitz was our the first book. You know, we're reading Carl von Clausewitz. Sort of the he's the one of the big philosophical Western warfare thinkers. Um, read him and you know, how much of it applies today was a lot of it that I'm trying to think. We bounced around. We read some of the counterinsurgency people. This is where woods is really good. Um, a guy by the name of John Nagel's got a great book just for the title, learning to eat soup with a knife. Um, but he's,
1: <laughs> that's...
0: yeah. Uh, but he's writing about U you know, S counterinsurgency efforts in Vietnam. And it's about, you know, military's got to learn faster and, you know, um, things of that nature. I think the last thing we got into, um, I found a history book, but it was, I was having him read some of the ideas and thinkers of like nuclear weapons philosophy in the 1950s. Because a lot of those, when you think about it today, a lot of it was idiotic, Um, but it's you know, it's like, what, you know, it's one of those, it's a great, what were they thinking sort of moments. Um, and a lot of it's actually all in the Eisenhower years, you know, um, discussing, you know, things like, um, oh, massive retaliation. If anybody in any way does anything to attack the U S that we will launch a full scale nuclear war against them. Um, you know, it wasn't a very long-lived policy, but it was a policy, and it was, uh, you know, just one of those – it was interesting to try and figure out, and, um, you know, I wanted to discuss – it little. oh, Thomas Schelling is the name I was trying to think of. Um, he was one of these big thinkers, um, but, you know, sort of seeing his take on it, uh, you know, what was he thinking, because, I mean, he was part of this discussion for 30 or 40 years um and it's he's interesting because you can see he changes his mind over time you know this massive retaliation idea you know one tank one russian tank shoots across the east german west german border and we nuke everybody and end civilization doesn't make a whole lot of sense but he's still making part of the decision discussions in like the 70s and 80s so um but i think for just a number of students i don't know that that's going to fly at this point but that's always a challenge for summer finding something that people would want to take able to take and finding 10 students you know that's always there's a numbers game involved yeah Uh, but uh yeah then we got you know starting to think about fall semester and what comes next so but uh i'm just trying to get through spring semester semi-sane
1: yeah, same. And man, I'm just going to take the rest of the semester and in the summer and really tighten my, my web classes down. And I hope in the following spring semester I can go to where I'm teaching three or four online classes.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's we have found that people want um, flexibility. That's a big part of it. Um, in my online American government, I don't do very many um, midterm grades anymore because they're only for freshmen and sophomores. And I do like an introductory assignment, you know, welcome to the class, introduce yourself in Blackboard and stuff like that. And there's a lot of, you know, oh, you know, I'm a nursing major and I'm doing my pract or, or my practicals or my field stuff this semester. I'm student teaching some way. Um, there's a lot of students who are in that uh, environment that I can expect, you know. I would suspect where you're at, too, this is the case. You're going to have somebody working full time. They want to go back. They want to get educated, but you know, stopping their day and getting to a classroom from you know nine to nine fifty Monday, Wednesday, Friday just might not be in the cards. I mean, there's still going. We still will have a demand for face to face. But I think um, it'll be interesting to see how much uh, more of an online presence we um, we have going forward too.
1: One thing our school is clinging to, which makes zero sense to myself and a lot of other people, but is they're trying to do the synchronous model is what they're calling it Uh to where the summer classes they are offering the professors, and this may just be with certain professors and and it may not be something, but to my knowledge, they're trying to push this moving forward to where you offer the course through like Blackboard Collaborate where you were there with in the classroom lecturing mm-hmm. and the students log in like mm. they're there but they have to do it at the time the class would normally meet that's how they've been doing these hybrid classes where they're like partially online but like some of the professors will offer that to where it's like oh you can't make it fine i'm still here i still offer the face to face so they've been doing that and experimenting with it but um they're trying to push that model moving forward in response to this. But man, I really, it's like, I could do synchronous right here at the house. Yeah. I don't need to drive 30 minutes to do that.
0: When this is all over the guy to talk about that, you've had him on have Sean Huss on again. Um, yeah, good idea. He is teaching, um, statistics for behavioral sciences. And I know at least once a week he is doing something like that Um, because I mean, when you talk about what classes you want to teach, teaching statistics is tough. I've done it. I did it maybe three or four times in my early years. Um, But there is just that is a hard class to get students to like, engage with, and learn. Um, He's done that. I think a lot of it he does it later in the week for like questions. You know, he sort of says, look, read this. And then we're going to have this classroom session. I think he might, I don't, he might be using discord. Cause here's the funny thing. I know a lot of professor nerds have used, yes, it's designed for role-playing games, but you can have a audio chat with up to 90 people on it. So you, so you can have the discussion. You can have people um, chime in. So he's, he has had to deal with that. And I, the thing is, I think for the, like what we, you and I teach, I don't know that we need, you know, that synchronous approach. But I think I I, I could some people see will. Some classes I think certainly could, you know, if you're do, if there's something technical like a statistics class or a math class, I could certainly see it being very useful, but um, yeah, this is going to be a really, yeah really strange and experimental coming year after all of this. Um, Whether it's synchronous, asynchronous, things like that, um, as to what's moving forward. But...
1: Interesting times, man.
0: Oh, yeah. And, yeah, all the parents will love the AMI packets. That's been a whole new part of this. That's the... uh, Alternative, alternative method of instruction all the uh, schools use for yeah, uh, yeah, yeah for al- and yeah. The year. yeah, just to, to limp it through, limp it across the finish line, you know but they're figuring it out too on the fly, you know there, as I said, AMI, AMI was designed for, I'm going to be snowed out a day, two days, something like no, that. I don't
1: want to make it up at the end of the year type situation. right?
0: Exactly. And honestly, Russellville didn't adopt AMI for a long time because of size. You know, I think Dardanelle had it, Pottsville, but those are generally smaller school districts, you know, pages packet um, for the week after spring break was like 55 pages long. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, now that's a great thing. They email it to you. A couple of her professors had major parts of it set up electronically. So, I mean, I think we only had to scan and send back maybe a dozen pages, but still they're figuring out how to use that. You know, they've really dialed in pretty quickly of what they got to do and how to do it. You
1: imagine grading 55 pages for all your students.
0: Oh, uh, that was the hard, that's been one of the hardest things about switching to all online. Is sitting down and grinding through grading. I used when I was on a normal schedule, I had office hours, and those were actually some of I like office hours not for students coming by because oftentimes they weren't
1: done, man. Yeah, but me yeah,
0: too. when you say I have four hours on this day where I'm going to be in this office, um, you can punch a lot of grading out fast. And that and like here, um, as I said, like I'll start cooking dinner at four o'clock, and I'll be my kitchen and my office are about. 30 or 40 feet apart. Um, so I keep running back and forth, you know, I but I get some grading done there, but I don't get that good long, you know, several hour span to just really crank a lot of work out. So um yeah, it's the the strange new normal.
1: Indeed it is, man. Uh, you know, but well, we'll figure it out.
0: We Maybe. always will. Yeah.
1: Maybe. I hadn't figured anything out really, but <laughs> um
0: you figured enough out
1: i know i'm making it i'm still i didn't think i would make it this far uh, That's what, in, ter- in terms of the things i'm doing it's just uncharted waters so yeah. i just just roll with it man whatever
0: so you're building lego sets is that how you're keeping your uh
1: dude yeah i've been playing with my lego nagini right here dude <laughs> yeah.
0: i saw it flipping up in the bottom of the, the lens a little bit yeah, yeah but yeah we've uh my sanity a lot of it's um yeah my D and D stuff Sit down, right group. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm reading Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix with uh, Molly right now. Nice, nice. So we're she's starting to get into Dolores Umbridge's reign of terror.
1: Oh man, you I know, hate that lady.
0: Oh, everybody hates that lady. But you know, Molly hated um, uh, who's the reporter. Um, mm. uh, her name just slipped my mind um but yeah from the previous book but she's like oh wait till you know it's like you don't want to no spoilers but you don't want to uh get uh you know realizing that umbrage is a lot worse but uh, i am making progress on shadows of the empire though
1: oh nice yeah that was a that was a pretty quick listen Uh, I listened to that, uh, not too long ago. Maybe, uh, be you and my, you know, my buddy, John, i talked about doing a podcast over that with him. Maybe the the three of us can sit down together or something.
0: Yeah. I've, uh, I definitely like it. It's got, um, a good chunk of like the hero's journey in it. You know, Mm -hmm. you're, you're watching Luke Skywalker try and flesh out, you know, the skills of being a Jedi Knight. Um, you're watching, like, I'm about, I think my Kindle says I'm about 40% of the way through.
1: I've got all the comics, if you want to borrow
0: them. Someday. We're allowed to, we're allowed to touch one another.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure.
0: <laughs> but, um, but you're seeing, like, um, Leia, Lando, and Chewie become a team together. One thing I do say I really liked about it is it's, it talks, there's a good amount of, like, the inner workings and backstabbings of the Empire, in it even that what is it um the dark sun prince zizor
1: yeah she's or.
0: yeah she's or that's how we say it that's um him versus vader behind the emperor's back um some of the better star wars novels have really laid into it that the empire wasn't one big happy family um i think you saw this did you ever read um is it catalyst uh
1: yeah i was about to comment i'm still working on that one i'm only a few chapters in
0: that gets into it a little bit, too. That's the one before Rogue One. Mm-hmm. the sci- But it's a scientist trying to get big in the Empire. And Amen. sort of his... Yeah. His social climbing. So that's, that's one thing I've really liked about um, Shadows of the Empire so far. Is that you see kind of these manipulations and schemes against one another. You know, to gain favor here. That sort of thing. But, you know, thank God for Kindle. Just download download books on the, on the moment.
1: Yeah. I, um, I got a couple of Kindle books recently, so I just need to check them out. A couple of Arkansas history books, actually.
0: Mm, That's good. Have you read Dune yet?
1: No.
0: I would put that on your list for this year. Um, It's a sort of a sci-fi classic. Um, It's got these weird combinations. Think like it's almost got a Lawrence of Arabia feel. Um, but it's got the science fiction fantasy. It's from the 1960s. The reason I bring it up is right this uh, today, they started publishing pictures. They're doing a two movie sequence of it um, this year. And it's by, at least by the looks and the discussions, it may be more fateful and just better technology to make such a movie than there were previous efforts. Like um, there was a, a, I want to say late 80s, early 90s adaptation. It's got Kyle McLaughlin in it. Sting yeah. is in it. Um,
1: yeah, that, that a, would be the one that I was thinking of.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, his name is Dennis Villanuevo. He did um, there's a science fiction movie, Looper. He did the latest Blade Runner film. He's got an incredible visual style. Mm. Um, so he may be able to do it uh, justice but they started putting like cast pictures out and that movie's coming out in november so fingers crossed it's not going to be affected so i think that's one thing i do miss about all this weirdness is can't go to the movies
1: i know we yeah. are extremely limited on what we can <laughs> do and going outside is even frowned upon in some places you know
0: oh yeah it's um yeah i just miss like movie theater popcorn
1: you know. oh man i had some popcorn at <laughs> my dad's over uh went, we went and had lunch with him on sunday mm-hmm. and uh it's super tasty <laughs> yeah well dude let's uh let's go ahead and wrap it up man i appreciate right. uh, appreciate the podcast and uh i figured com- out the, Zoom. Comments, I'm the commentary i'm hip yeah well dude um uh hopefully i'll see you soon man it's uh it's been good catching up and and chatting with you and yeah. Stay safe and healthy, and tell the uh, wife and kids at Cora and I said hello.
0: I will. You tell Cora and the dogs to
1: hang in there and oh, behave. And... I'm about to go scratch the the dogs in their in their <laughs> spots. All right, have All a right. good one, Brian. You too, man. Take it easy.
0: You too.